0: Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS.
1: Mr. Baseman. Good morning,
0: ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Krause on your monthly Deciding to Interview Wonderful People Who Serve This Community. And we're very, very fortunate to have with us this morning Mr. Greg Gabus, who is the Workforce Development Coordinator for Catholic Charities and catholic charities this is one of the service areas rutherford county and greg has a wonderful background why don't you tell us a little bit about greg where you were born and your life's journey
1: sure thanks bill good to be here Uh, i was born in the cincinnati area lived there till i was about 20 years old Uh, spent a lot of time there Uh, moved down here to middle tennessee in 2015 for work i was working for daymar college doing admissions had been in education for about 10 years uh, was one of those go back to school late in life to get my bachelor's degree, Uh, got it in business management. And then I was looking for something a little more fulfilling than just just a regular job, right? J O B just over broke was looking more for a career track. And I Mm -hmm. found a project in Nashville called the Nashville Promise Zone. I was an AmeriCorps Vista Vista stands for volunteer in service to America. The Vista programs kind of like the domestic Peace Corps. And what we do is we serve areas to help to help reduce poverty the downside to being a vista is they pay you a poverty stipend for the year so i took a pretty big pay cut did you have food stamps uh if some of my co-vistas did have food stamps because we were truly poor now part of that is because we're working on things around poverty part of that is to it helps us experience what it's like for the folks we're working with to navigate life so that was helpful i did that for two years, and then after that, I started as the
0: workforce development coordinator at Catholic Charities. And what is actually the function of workforce coordinator? I mean, we could probably put the name together, but I'm sure within the Catholic Charities, it has a particular mission and role.
1: Absolutely, we have workforce development programs to help people uh, start careers. Again, that's kind of the the theme of my life now is career building. Uh, Catholic Charities. In in a nutshell, we help people who have been displaced, whether you've been displaced by a civil war in your home country or an economic event here in in the area, we're gonna help you get out of harm's way, stabilize you, then walk with you into self-sufficiency. So the workforce development side of things is helping people get into self-sufficiency. We have four programs that we run from the Magruder Family Resource Center in North Nashville. One is our Sewing Training Academy, which helps people go from zero skill or some skill in sewing to being an industrial sewing machine operator where you can work in the field or even work for yourself. We have our Culinary Training Academy, which has been put on hiatus because of COVID but coming back in January. We have our Latins and Finance Program, which helps people who have English as a second language get started in the banking industry. And our fourth program just started four weeks ago is a pre-trades apprenticeship focusing on plumbing. So my role in all that as a coordinator is to make sure uh, all that's working working well and achieving the goals and getting folks into those programs to participate.
0: What a diversity, though, when you go from plumbing to banking Absolutely. and you go culinary, quite a diversity. Uh, do you involve yourself or the program involve itself with the number of Americans who have stayed home not only because of COVID, but stayed home because of uh, federal and state unemployment that allowed them to be isolated or quarantined. And now with the federal funds uh, to the roughly 7 million employees uh, stopped uh, around Labor Day, is this a whole new surge?
1: Good question, Bill. And really for what for COVID, our, our best example of that would be our Latinson Finance program because that went all virtual. And the benefit of going all virtual is if you are quarantined or you're staying at home, you can still participate. If you're one of those folks that have been working uh, our our classes in the evening virtually so you can get home to your family, to your kids, so you don't have to find a babysitter or add extra commute time. So it's been a real beneficial for that program during COVID time, regardless of your situation the rest of our programs are in person it's hard to teach sewing online you have to (laughs) be with the machine we did have a plan that was going to help people get machines to their homes and learn however with the program expansion we made this year towards that industrial sewing machine operator platform we really needed them to be in person so we had a smaller cohort and we maintained social distancing so that we could all stay healthy fortunately we did Uh, and our Our culinary was put on hiatus because of COVID, because you have to be really close together in order to make that work hard to teach cooking online. And our trades program is a small group. We only have three to start so that we can help
0: maintain the social distancing and stay safe. How do people qualify uh, for those in Rutherford County? How, How would they qualify? Who would they call? What would they have to provide and need?
1: So you can go to the Catholic Charities website, cctenn.org,
0: and navigate- Better say that again slowly. <laughs> yes,
1: cctenn.org, you can, nav- you can navigate your way to workforce development, uh, it's pretty easy. There'll be some ways to apply for the programs online, and then after I get your information, I, I give you a call, we have a conversation, and what we're looking for is, is this a good fit for your life? We, we have a certain schedule, that requires you to be in certain places at certain times. And so it has to be a good fit with an aptitude towards making it a
0: career. Uh, we want to support your goals. So that's really the key. And length of time normally for the program per person?
1: Sure. For our sewing training, our, our main program takes about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some other classes that are one off. Our culinary is eight weeks, our plumbing is 12 weeks, and our banking is eight
0: weeks. And I assume you have a good evaluation process to determine the success of your programs, how your graduates uh, are doing. Uh, have they? a uh, number of the graduates found careers following a life's journey in terms of the workplace?
1: Yeah, and, and it's really that simple. It's are they working in the field that they want to be working in. Uh, again, banking is been our, our, our best one in that aspect because – we have a good relationship with Bank of America, so our banking program is a collaboration between UNIDOS US, which is a organization that promotes uh, the needs of our Hispanic community, and Bank of America, who have, have a program that reaches into other areas to help folks who may not have been considered for a banking career get online to a banking career. So. That collaboration has worked out very well. Uh, I think we're up to about seven folks so far this year who are working for Bank of America, plus some additional folks. Might be a little bit more than that. Uh, our sewing training program is still happening. We're in our last few classes. It's going to culminate in our December event called Sew so Pop. It's a pop-up event for our students, uh, current students and past students to showcase their the things that they make so they can sell them right? Uh, That'll be at the Clay Lady Campus uh, first weekend in December. Uh, It's going to be an opportunity for our students to show what they can do. And this year's group has really focused uh, on an entrepreneurship angle Uh, in the future. We expect more to want to be those sewing machine operators for working in the field. But right now this year, we'll see how it goes uh, because we had had some other success from previous classes of folks who have gone on to have their own businesses in uh, the garment industry.
0: Well, how strong, and this is news to me and I'm finding it fascinating, do we have a fairly vibrant garment industry in the Middle Tennessee area?
1: We do, it's more than even I thought. So for example, we have one organization, it was VF Workwear, they've sold and, I don't know their name now. But one of the brands they have is red cap. Uh, So what they do here locally in Nashville is they don't make the whole garment. But what they'll do is do the alterations uh, and add the patches and other things that might be needed for a uniform. For example, when the tow truck guy comes, the, the overalls he's wearing could be red cap made by VF workwear, probably adjusted here in Nashville and sent to them. And of course, they work nationwide. And that's just one example, there are some other Mm -hmm. other folks here too.
0: Putting a little human resource aspect to it, since not only are you recruiting folks for this, this is what you did previously in educational life. What are some of the characteristics and attitudes and opportunities that an individual should be carrying with them uh, as they enter a program like this? Uh, And a lot of this is basic, but some of it is subtle. What should a person look in the mirror and say, this is what I can bring to this program. Sure. The first thing to think about is thinking in terms of a career.
1: You're thinking more long term, and so sometimes that means taking a step back from where you are today in the job you might have because you want to pivot to a new career and think long term. Mm-hmm. And I lived that myself. Yes. You know, I took that step back. Uh, I had some a lot of support, so I'm blessed in that way. And now I have a different kind of career mind that I took from my previous experience, brought that forth to be a more, uh, to focus more on service work and supporting my community. So it's really career minded because as we all know, in this day and age, the job market can fluctuate and you can be doing great one day, and next day, maybe not so much. So that career thinking helps you navigate and weather the storms for a long-term thinking. So we have that. And then the next thing is to show up that's so important when you're, especially when you're thinking career, is show up even when it's hard. Uh, one example I have in my life is way back when I worked in a fab shop, and I was very new at
0: it. They were teaching me the basics. wasn't very good. What kind of shop? A fabrication shop. Oh, fabrication! I was thinking, must have, I thought it must have been a fabulous shop. Well, it was a fabulous <laughs> yeah. fabrication shop. huh. Uh,
1: I really enjoyed working there. Uh, but one of the best fabricators I ever met, he would miss every other Monday. Uh, and the day he wasn't there, I was a better fabricator than him. Cause I was there doing it okay. right. So uh, I've taken that forward in my life. And so you keep showing up, uh, and when you're there, that's when things happen. So we're thinking career minded, we're thinking perseverance and keeping showing up and be other oriented. If you want to be successful in a career, especially these days, think, how can I serve? What, what value do I bring? How can I make it better? and that might be serving your family, that might be serving your community, but think others first.
0: Well, there's actually, I always will share in classes, the two A's, attitude and aptitude. The attitude you have with others and the aptitude, the ability to learn and the ability to implement what you're learning successfully. Uh, How often does somebody start a new job and somebody's showing them the way, oh yeah, that's the way we used to do it at the old place. No, we did it differently the old place. About the third time you said we did it differently the old place, you're apt to say, well, why aren't you still at the old place? Right. But attitude and aptitude, talk about that for a moment and from your experience, because you've had to deal with that uh, all the years of your professional journey.
1: Sure, Uh, we'll start with aptitude. And that's also a good lens to think about career-minded. You might want to do something different and you might find out it's not what you thought it was. You might Mm -hmm. find out you're not naturally inclined to that. So with the aptitude, if you're good at it, that's great. I would recommend you focus your career on something you're good at. I, I do not advise people to follow their passion. I advise people to follow what they're good at. When you do things that you are good at, you will feel good about them and you'll build a skill set. The human mind likes to see progress. And when you're good at something, you're gonna see that progress. And then that goes towards attitude. If you find that you are not fit for the job, it's not your aptitude, that's fine, that's great. With your attitude, you can think career-minded and then make a shift to something that you're more likely to enjoy and you might have to go on a journey of discovery. You might go through a few different positions through a few different jobs as you do that. But when you're thinking career minded, what you're thinking is what can I learn from this? Am I good at this? Am I not good at this? And how can I take it to my next opportunity? And the attitude Mm -hmm. is, you know, keeping that positive attitude that Bill, I know you are a big fan of the positive attitude.
0: Absolutely. At all times, all places with all people.
1: Right. And uh, that, that will keep you going through the tough times and that's, It's easy when it's easy, right? It's when it's tough that we really have to dig down into that attitude and that aptitude.
0: One of the areas we may wanna cover as we're coming to a close, uh, a person who's interested in participating in this program, should they involve their family in the review, consideration, discussion, and implementation? Absolutely, and it's a good point. We were having a
1: meeting today about our trades program and recruiting and our next step, and somebody kind of asked a similar question. I said that basically, I build a relationship with our participants and I I need you to be able to have transportation and it's reliable, transportation, reliable transportation, because if you're taking uh, public transportation in this area, that's a challenge. Uh, it'd be great if you have some work experience, recent work experience and have family support. Family support is a big difference in making being successful, having the folks around you care about what you're doing and hoping the best for you is going to make a huge difference
0: and be motivating. You know, you may as a participant say, oh, I think I'd like to sleep in this morning. It's pouring rain outside. It's cold. These blankets feel good. And your spouse is saying, you know, this is our future. This is our life. This is our opportunity. And the spouse can be very much of a, not a sergeant or not a policeman, but a motivator on the individual.
1: Right, and one of the best ways to do that is just to remind the person why they got started in the first place and what the goals are.
0: How many people really do look to the future? How many people say, "If I had a magic wand, five years from today, where would I like to be, and what would I like to be doing?"
1: Well, um, not so many. Uh, Really, I can, generally speaking, I can get a sense of what you what you're thinking about by looking at your results, and when we look. if you're feeling stuck or not really advancing like you thought you might chances are you haven't really thought through a strong vision attaching a positive emotion towards that vision Uh, one thing i've learned in doing all this kind of development work is the strongest vision wins if the strongest vision is the old way you're going to be stuck in the old way if you build a strong vision to the new way you'll be drawn towards that that new way. So that's a good point, Bill. Make that plan. Work on that
0: vision. And always look for opportunities
1: Right. Uh, and,
0: to move up. But the only way you can move up with opportunities is if you do a heck of a job while you're at the present job. Yes. So the present is excellent. The future is great.
1: Yes. And that's how the vision works. When you have a vision, the way your mind works is your subconscious mind will seek out those opportunities. It will just recognize them and move you forward. It's almost like magic. It's not. Yep. But it's very powerful.
0: One more time, uh, can they only access you through a computer, or is there a phone number, or uh, what's the best ways to contact? Yes, really the best way is the website. One more time. C-C-T-E-N-N dot org. And for the last minute or two, Catholic Charities, uh, they're in a huge, wide variety of services to this area. Yes uh including what are some of the other highlights besides the workforce uh,
1: so we do we do a lot of help with uh refugees and immigration uh and then our other big
0: thing is uh hunger hunger relief hunger relief well this ties in almost with what i had the opportunity to work with for several years in rutherford county with the homeless yes and combining homeless and hunger or hunger how many people go to sleep without a full meal right well, it has been really a wonderful opportunity to have Greg Gabbas here. Greg brings not only the expertise and the technical skills, but like so many people in the service industry, he brings a heart and he cares. And he specifically says, let's go uh, and look at the human side of people rather than just the technical side. Final comments? Uh, great to be here, Bill. I hope the folks that are listening can
1: find a space in their heart to do some service work.
0: Absolutely. Uh, That's a great, great recommendation. So if there's a church-related activity, a service organization, community, nonprofit, and so forth, do get involved, even if it may be a small amount. It doesn't have to be just money out of a checkbook. It can be time and effort, spirit, and uh, contribution. So we have thoroughly enjoyed. You've shed some wonderful light on this. Thank you very much, Greg Thanks, Bill.